Hey, VertForce listener, how can you career pivot to a remote-friendly finance career? It's easier than you might think. In this episode of our series, Certs That Get You Hashtag Hired, our guest Kate will walk you through how to learn accounting and bookkeeping for free and how to get the most coveted bookkeeping certifications that will definitely get you hashtag hired. In fact, you might have too much business on your hands if you take the advice in this episode. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Vertforce founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Welcome back to our series, Certs That Get You Hashtag Hired. Today, we're speaking with an incredible guest about her bookkeeping business and the certifications she acquired that helped her build it. She leads a children's church choir, even though she has no singing background. She and her husband and kids, who are six, seven, and eight years old, recently completed a 14-mile, two-night camping trip. She's married to an FA-18 pilot. She owns a bookkeeping business called Heritage Business Services and manages the best bookkeeping community in all the internet. You may have seen it online. It's called Bookkeeping Side Hustle. She's also a Baylor University graduate and has her MBA from the Yale School of Management. Please welcome Kate Josephine Johnson. Vertforce is launching something big, Rocket Remote, our proven method to harness LinkedIn for your remote career search. Our LinkedIn video modules in Rocket Remote give you the keys to rev up LinkedIn's search engine capabilities and unlock the secrets to navigating its vast digital network. But LinkedIn is not all you get. Rocket Remote combines our LinkedIn video modules with our popular resume bootcamp course so you have exactly what you need to prepare for the virtual job market. Subscribe at bit.ly forward slash vf hyphen rr. That's bit.ly forward slash vf hyphen rr. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kimber. Thanks for having me. So glad to be here. I'm happy you're here. I have really enjoyed getting to know you over the past few months, and I've really enjoyed watching your bookkeeping side hustle group grow from one community builder to another community builder. I know we have a lot of the same passions and interests, so thank you for coming on the show. I'm excited to bring your wisdom and insight about bookkeeping and bookkeeping certifications to the Vertforce community. I can't wait to help people do a little bit of the same thing I've done. There's lots of different ways to do this, but it's been a great three years for me getting back into working and doing it 
this way that I've done it. So I'm happy to share my story. Yeah. So just before we jump in, I have to know, how did your six, seven and eight year old survive that 14 mile two night hike? So they were amazing. I mean, they were great. Very, very few tears. I won't say it was tear free, but they were a champ. My oldest actually had to help carry stuff or we wouldn't have had all the gear we needed. The youngest two kind of had like a tiny backpack with some snacks, but it was good enough that this year our goal is three nights out and the middle one, we're going to have to get her a backpack now because we won't be able to do three nights without her carrying some stuff. So it was good enough to do it again. 2021, here we come. Yeah. Where did you hike and where are you going this year? We'll probably not go too far. We, so we were in the Shenandoah Mountains of Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think the mountains are called Coal Mountain and Mount Pleasant were the two mountains that we did. We're stationed in Virginia Beach right now. So we didn't want to go too far in case it turned out really badly. We could be home in about two and a half hours. So I would imagine we'll stay kind of in the Blue Ridge Shenandoah area again, just as we're building skills. We camp a lot, but camping and backpacking are a little bit different backpacking is a little more intense. So we're just going to build those skills. And I don't know, my husband wants to hike the AT when he retires in minimum seven years from now. I don't know how long he'll stay in, but he's kind of obsessed with the Appalachian Trail. And that's kind of where all this is sort of springing from. That's amazing. You guys sound so adventurous. I'm a little jealous. We well try to be. I don't know. Yeah, I wish we were. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into some of the questions that I have for you. And I think it's good for our military spouse community and our transitioning service members for us to start out with this one. Why do you think it's important to talk to military spouses, transitioning service members about careers in bookkeeping? Why should we be paying attention to this field? Well, that's a great question. I think there's a lot of people who this would just be a natural fit for, even if they've never had an accounting class or they've never used the bookkeeping software. When I started, I'd had some accounting classes many, many years before, like in formal education settings, but I hadn't used it really in a long time. And I'd, I'd never been in the side of a bookkeeping software. So it's all learnable. Uh, you do have to have a high skill level. Like, you know, there are some people who go to college for five years to be able to be an accountant, right? So this is it is a skilled discipline, but lots of spouses and also transitioning service members, they've had that education. They want a hard job. They want to be able to use their brain. And so I think that's a great fit. You won't be bored doing this. There's high stakes because you're dealing with people's livelihoods. So you really, you don't want to mess up, right? Because that client that you're serving, this is how they're feeding their family. So, you know, in a way it's a little bit high pressure, clients, you know, you're serving clients. So there's just so many skills that you need to be able to do this. But then if you have those kind of administrative, if you like technology, accounting is becoming more and more and more a technology degree. I've heard lots of stats that, you know, account like large accounting firms are hiring less people with accounting degrees and more people with like tech-focused degrees because they feel like they can teach the accounting basics, but you have to be able to know how to use all these apps and everything's online now. So there's a lot of technology that's in it. So I, I just think it's a very broad field where people with lots of interest in numbers and administration and client service can find a good career. You can do this as a job. You can work for other firms or you can do it like me 
starting your own business. My own mentor, he was an ordinance man for F-18 pilots. And the last two years, he's probably like 45, I would say. About two years before he was going to retire, he started training to become a bookkeeper. And he retired and he was doing this on the side while he was still in the military. And now he has like a big practice with some staff and he has an office, like a brick and mortar office. So he's a perfect example of a transitioning service member who this was a good fit for as well. Thank you for all of that insight. One of the things that, you know, you touched on that I think is important is that a lot of people are seeing this more as an IT field, as a technology field. And moving forward, I don't think that is going to change, but it's also the reason why so many bookkeeping and accounting firms are turning to virtual employees and remote staff. This is one of the fields that I would call an early adopter of the remote staff augmentation model. You know, there are some companies that have always hired remotely, and I'm not knocking them, but if we look at the past five to 10 years, and we look at companies who are saying, hmm, you know what, I think that we could be much more profitable if we didn't have the overhead of an office and instead we just let our team members work from home. There is a huge trend in finance companies, right? Accountants, bookkeepers, tax associates, tax experts. All of these people have the power to have a career, have a salary, have a business from the comfort of their home office. And what I love about it What I absolutely love about it is that you don't have to have a degree to know how to do it or to get into this line of work. Kate, I know you do. You have two amazing degrees. But what we want to talk about today are that pro-advisor certification and the QuickBooks Advanced certification. And I want to speak to, you know, both sides of the spectrum. People who maybe you have a degree like me, but you studied, like me, film production, which has (laughs) nothing to do with bookkeeping, or maybe you went to school for divinity or creative writing and you're thinking, okay, well now I I need to shift. I need to do something that is going to allow me to work from home, allow me to tackle this virtual lifestyle. And I want to do this. I want to look at bookkeeping. I want to look at accounting. What does that look like? What are these two certifications that can really help a military spouse transition into this field? Yeah. So these were the certifications that I got early on in my career. There's the QuickBooks So there's several QuickBooks programs, but QuickBooks Online is the one that I feel like I, well, it's the one I know, it's the cert I have, and it's the one that I would encourage people who are going into this field to start with. The desktop programs are going the way of the dodo. They're they're not going to be dead in the next, you know, handful of years, but that's not where they're putting their resources. So the QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor Certification, it's free. You can get it done in probably like a weekend. I don't know that I would recommend that. I don't know that you would retain as much, but if it was something like if you already know accounting and you really know, you know, principles of bookkeeping and you just want to get the certification, you can get it quickly. If you don't take the time, work through all the study materials that they give and really learn it. You do need to learn it to be a good bookkeeper, but they're free. They have you know, innumerable resources online to, te- to teach you. QuickBooks itself provides resources for training and then YouTube galore. I mean, there are so many resources to help you become an expert in QuickBooks Online software. And yeah, I got my certification about three years ago and I then got my advanced certification. I think I waited about 18 months. That's, they recommend the official party line is they say wait about six months. That, that There's no rule. They just think that you really should become 
proficient in the software before sitting for that advanced exam, but you can do it whenever you are feel like you're ready. The difference in the exams is very, very vast. I will say that. So if you thought, oh, this first exam is not so bad, and I think the first exam is really not that bad, it's a lot of like, where do you click in the software? And I have, I have resources. I, I help people all the time know how to do well on that exam. But the advanced exam is, is a lot harder. But studying for that, I found that was one of the best trainings I had to really up my game in the software. So whether you pass the test or not, going through all the training to try to sit for that test is, is fantastic. Again, it's all, all free. The brand recognition of QuickBooks Online is huge. So putting that on a resume, putting it on your LinkedIn profile, everyone's heard of QuickBooks. They're advertising all over the NFL right now, right? So like it's, people will know that it means something. So that's why I think it's a great place to start. There are many certifications that you can get in this field. And I know I think we're going to talk about that some more, Kimber, but starting with that is a good way to test it out. And truthfully, I think if you hate it, like if you try to get that certification and you hate the entire process, that would be a good signal to you that maybe you don't want to do this field, but for, for a couple of reasons. One, you're going to have to renew your certification every year. It's a much easier process, but you still have to do it. But if you hate sitting at a computer and like trying to take online training and take these online tests and learning how to wrestle with the software, because every software is kind of quirky. If you hate that, that's a free what you just figured out in a weekend that this is not for you. And you can look up Kimber's resources for another career. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. And QuickBooks marries technology and bookkeeping. So back to what Kate started our conversation with is how finance, bookkeeping, taxes, it's all kind of in this realm of IT moving forward because we're using software to do this job. We're using software to make our lives easier. So if you are analytical, if you are someone who loves playing around in a new tool, This could be for you, but to Kate's advice and to Kate's knowledge here, try it out. And if it's eight to 12 hours to get that first certification, the QuickBooks Online Advanced certification, eight to 12 hours. I think when I was talking to Kate a few days ago, she said it could take you up to 14. If you hate it, you hate it, move on. You know, hang up the phone, pick something else, move in a different direction. Okay, Kate, so you said you've had that QuickBooks pro advisor certification, the basic one for a while, but you got the QuickBooks online advanced certification just 18 months ago, correct? Yes. What motivated you to make that change or to upgrade? So I knew I needed to learn more about the program and I knew that the training was going to teach me. So that's one reason. It was time for me to be a better bookkeeper. I was deliberately sort of starting soft as I was building my business and that I was never going to stay there. You know, I, I had little kids at home. We had just brought home our third child as an international toddler adoption. And so it was good that I started kind of soft and slow, but I have a business degree. I wanted to do more. So I just needed to learn how quick books worked better. There's a lot of bells and whistles. It's a powerful software. And so that's one reason. Another reason is you get ranked higher in the pro advisor directory. So I'm what's called a pro advisor. And like, if I'm a business owner like you, Kimber, and you're realizing, man, I need someone helping my bookkeeping, you can go to QuickBooks and search and you can put in all sorts of criteria. But I come up higher than people who just have the basic certification. So that helped. And not like, especially this time of year, I'm actually getting 
about an email every three days and my profile is not even optimized, but I'm getting emails because people need bookkeeping help, especially this time of year. And I know that's that amazing. They're, they're seeing me now because I have this pro advisor advanced level. So I'm just, they rank me higher. I think you also get better access to support, but that's a whole nother issue. So whenever I have questions and I chat with QuickBooks, when I chat with Intuit, I think advanced pro advisors have a get treated better, <laughs> get, a, get, a, get an answer, get an answer quicker. Yeah, I think those are reasons why I just wanted to, you know, it was about the time that I was taking my business more seriously. I was going to build myself a website for a long time. I didn't have a website. I wanted a badge on my website and I wanted it to be the highest one. I'm just someone who wants to go for it. So that's probably all the reasons it was. I remember exactly. I took it two Septembers ago. My youngest child was finally going to be in school. So I had these mornings where I had the chunk of time to study and I was waiting for like, I knew in my mind, I was like, September, I'm doing this because the summer wasn't going to happen. So what you're telling me is that it makes you more marketable in every sense of the word. For sure. And I don't know how much people, you know, how much you talk about mindset stuff, but I'm a QuickBooks Advanced Pro Advisor, and there's a whole lot of regular advisors. There's very few mm-hmm. who get the advanced. And that just makes me hold my shoulders back. That makes me talk. I know I could, f- there's been different mm-hmm. things in my business and in my you know, trajectory in this career where it's like, I'm better. I'm good. I can do this. And I needed those little like anchor points. Um, there's been several, but getting that advanced certification, like it's like you have to click submit your test and you're like kind of like holding your breath because they grade it. And I spent probably two weeks doing it because it's it's hard and it's it's long. And I was so nervous. And like when, when it said like you passed, I'm like, I was so excited. I was I was like, oh okay, paid off. Phew. I wasn't so sure. <laughs> this is really hard. So that's my experience with the advanced exam. All right, gotcha. All right, well, this sounds like a good opportunity to take a quick water break and hear from our show sponsors. Listeners, we'll be right back to chat about the study process for these certifications, how long it takes you to complete them, and what the investment looks like. Stay-at-home profit knows how game-changing remote work opportunities are for the military community. While providing education, consulting, scholarships, and career opportunities for military spouses and veterans in remote work through virtual assisting and digital marketing, we are proud to say that our students have been able to work with clients who have been featured in Forbes, Thrive Global, Marie Claire Magazine, and Yahoo Finance. From local businesses, tech startups, and Fortune 500 companies, Stay-at-Home Profit has spent four years developing and perfecting multiple programs that enhance military spouses and veteran skill sets and experience to get hired remotely in the digital workforce. Join the Stay-at-Home Profit family today and check out our five-week RVAC Remote Virtual Assistant Certificate Program. We believe you have the determination to build a remote career. So let us help you develop those skill sets so you can get started today. Check us out at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen profit.com. And we're back with Kate to talk more about getting certified for virtual bookkeeping. Kate, we were just talking about the QuickBooks Pro Advisor certification and the QuickBooks Advanced certification. You said that both tests are free. Can you tell us a little bit about what the journey is like for both certifications? How are they different? So the 
very first step you're going to do is to create a profile with QuickBooks Online as a QuickBooks Online accountant. There are resources to figure that out, but it's it's sort of different than if someone was a business owner was going to go buy QuickBooks and wanted to create a profile that way. You're creating an accountant profile because then ultimately you'll be able to get access to all these small business owners books. They'll like show up in your list of clients. So the acronym is QBOA, QuickBooks Online Accountant. So you'll do that. And then within there, you have a tab that says training. If you do this as an entrepreneur, you'll have your own set of books in that profile as well. But um, you'll go to the tab that says training. And the very first one that will be open will be the basic certification. And they're always changing it. So anyone who's going to sit down, I would almost like go to one of the many accounting Facebook groups or find someone who's done it recently and make sure, like, I know they just made a big change in November, but in general, they usually offer sort of two ways to take it. One is a self-paced way, and there will be pre-recorded modules and also reading material. And then they have very frequent webinars where usually they're two days, like a 10 to 3 type of a time frame. And they're always in the middle of the day. I suggest everyone just like sign up for one, like even if you know you can't make it all, because at the end of it, you usually get access to replays and, and resources like PDFs. I always had the PDF documents open whenever I was taking exams because it's an open book test and you can use like control F to search for specific things like how to match a bill to an expense, stuff like that. Signing up for those webinars is good, even if you're going to go on the self-paced method. And then they've changed the number of modules. I think right now, I think there are seven. I know when I took it, there were 10 modules and it used to match up perfectly like study module and then exam. Now there's, it's not quite as clean. I think they're trying to make it a little more confusing, but which is just to say they're trying to make the test harder, I think, and make sure you really kind of know the material, but you'll take these exams. There's lots of rules. So like, I think you have to get an 80 or above for, as to be considered passing. You can only take each exam three times. Otherwise, and if you don't pass after the third time, you're locked out for 60 days. But you don't, if you say you get like all but one module correct, you only have to retest that module you didn't get correct. So it's not so overwhelming. It's not like you're starting from scratch each time you don't pass. Yeah, that's great. And then the same similar for the advanced at the time I took it, there were 10 modules. I don't know the exact number now. Like I said, they're always changing it, but it would do the same thing. It's just a lot more advanced concepts, both QuickBooks concepts and accounting concepts. Like I know in particular, I'll just share one story. There's like a multi-currency exam. And I, I have no intention of ever serving multi-currency clients, actually. But there would be some clients who are you know, selling all over the world and I passed that exam, I passed that test, but it doesn't mean that I have to go work in that, but I was able to at least learn the basics of what QuickBooks can do when it comes to, you know, looking at the Forex market and recategorizing the Aussie dollar to the US dollar, stuff like that. So that's the process. And then once you're in, you're in and you just have to recertify every summer. And last summer, the recertification was only a three module exam. And they're the same, I believe, for both the basic and advanced cert. And really all it is, is what's new in QuickBooks. The recertification is just a what's new. And the developers are always changing and improving things. So it's good to take that certification so you know what kind of stuff has happened over the last year inside the software. I love that. I love that 
Each year, they're working on ensuring that if you're going to remain in their repertoire of QuickBooks Pro Advisors or QuickBooks Advanced Advisors, then you are required to stay up to date on the software, right? Because that's what's important to the bookkeeping clients and the people you're serving. But we see that too with all of the career opportunities that are coming through Vertforce on the job board. I mean, it's almost every week there is a finance company hiring for a bookkeeper or an accountant, and they all want you to be certified in QuickBooks because that's the software that they're using. One more question for you on that advanced exam. How long did it take you to get that one? Did you say two weeks? Yes, I I mean, I was still running my own business at that time, so I needed that. I was still working as well, but I'm pretty sure I gave myself about a two-week time period to do it, and I only worked in the mornings. My kids, were they get their home by noon. And I, I'll also say I am very, very slow. I also will say I passed every exam on the first try. So a lot of people don't. And so when it comes to like how much time I spent versus other people spent, if I didn't take my time, I might have, you know, still had to spend that time on the back end taking that, you know, two or three modules a second or third time. So I think I probably spent, you know, two hours a day for uh, weekdays maybe two weeks, maybe 10, 10 total weekdays. And I, I, I'm a notoriously slow test taker, but I'm good. So I pass. <laughs> so I'll take my method. I do suggest going very deliberately, like the slower you go, because it's, it's a tricky test. It seems like it was well worth the time spent, though. I mean, you have indicated that it's increased your brand awareness significantly of people who know, trust you, and are emailing you to do work with you. And I'm sure it would do the same for a job-seeking candidate. I think so too. And I will also say, I don't think there's a time limit. And if there is, I know it's long. So you could do this over 10 Saturdays. You could carve out, you know, get childcare for two hours on a Saturday morning for 10 weeks, something like that. Could There's, there's all sorts of ways to do it. And you're able to study and then sit for an exam, study and then sit for an exam. So that's for sure the way you want to do it. Don't try to study for everything and then go take all the tests. That's not a plan for success. Study for one module because they're all titled. You kind of know what's going to be focused on. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to succeed, I think. So what kind of person or personality type will do well on these certifications or in bookkeeping in general? Uh, Good question. So there's two different ways to do this. You can be an entrepreneur or get a job. So those are two different sort of traits anyway, which I know, I'm I'm sure you talk about that a lot, Kimber. So if you want to do it as an entrepreneur, you have to enjoy bookkeeping, but also all the other entrepreneurial things, which, you know, sales and networking. And I had to build my own website, which I really sort of hate. (laughs) I hate all that stuff. But someone who likes details, if you've had accounting classes in school and maybe, you know, you remember it fondly, but it was just sort of a, a basic class for your business degree, but you really studied marketing, but you're like, I could, I could see myself doing that. Someone like that, people who like to serve clients, people who are not afraid to ask questions. So business owners can be crazy. You know, people who are good at bookkeeping, they're like, why? You know, I told them to do this just this exact way. But the business owners out there, they're they're selling stuff, they're doing whatever they do. And then you get their access to their bank statements or they, they send you some sort of receipt and you have to like think hard about it. And you're like, well, that falls back on that accounting knowledge. Or you just have to say, I don't know what you did here. You have to explain this to me. Who like you're hiring someone now, but you didn't tell me or 
you bought what? Do we need to depreciate that? I don't know. Like, you're not supposed to be buying equipment. What's going on? <laughs> no, you can't buy a car. So I'm constantly having to approach my clients and ask for more information. And some people might be worried about that. So even if you're an employee, you're going to, your boss is going to want you to do that. It's not good for a manager of an accounting operation to be the only one that's able to communicate with the client. So I know that there would eventually want someone who has the gumption enough to be able to say, okay, this looks weird. This expense doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We better ask about this. So that's just kind of some gutsiness, I think. That's not, I don't know how you would, what you would call that skill, but I find myself having to well, do that like a lot. It's like that investigatory attitude. It's, okay, I want to know who, what, when, where, why, because we need to record it. And that's what keeping books means and, and mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I mean, it's the history of the, the company and sometimes you have to dig and research to present that history properly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Right now, Another answer, Kimber, who would be good is someone who likes tech, who's not scared of tech. Mm -hmm. If you go down this path, you're going to be introduced to all sorts of apps that you've never heard of. But all the best, like, accounting operations are Mm -hmm. headed that way. I mean, I could list, you know, Gusto for payroll and Expensify and T-sheets for time tracking. And Mm -hmm. every there's 20 time tracking apps. And each business owner is going to want to use their you know, have a preference. Mm-hmm. If you're serving restaurant clients, they've got apps all over the place that they're using to record sales and all that sort of stuff. And each program is different. Like I have so many different logons to different accounting or different, not accounting programs, but like finance programs, like, like even just PayPal, like how do I log on to my client's PayPal account to download the reports I need. And I have to know how to hunt that because those, those programs, like PayPal wasn't built by an accountant. They weren't, or a bookkeeper. They're not built by someone who's trying to record this for the small business owner. They're trying to move money back and forth, right? So you have to be able to dig inside of all the PayPal reports. I pick PayPal because I find them actually, their reporting is actually pretty hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were very much not built by people who are trying to be bookkeepers. They were built by app people. So that's going to be a, a great skill for folks who, who are willing to get their hands dirty inside of a program, not be afraid that they're going to like break something. You can't break it. You just got to keep digging. You got to keep digging. So you've got to be an investigator and enjoy technology. So if you are listening to this and you're wondering how to career pivot, how to become a bookkeeper, let's ask Kate. Kate, what kind of education do you really need? to tackle this industry. So, you know, obviously the Pro Advisor and the Advanced QuickBooks certification, which are the two that we're discussing. But other than that, where do you start? Uh, So I definitely have thoughts. I think all bookkeepers need to know accounting. Getting that QuickBooks basic certification, that certification for sure does not mean you know accounting. It does not mean that you understand how the balance sheet communicates with the income statement and how that communicates with the cash flow statement. That is like accounting 101. You do not have to go to college for that, although there are some pretty great like accounting programs, especially for military spouses and transitioning vets. Like you could take some basic classes at like your local community college. Any of those, like accounting is accounting is accounting. I don't think that you're going to miss out by like just going to whatever educational option is easiest for you. There are also some online free ones that are not, you know, not traditional schooling, but where you can teach yourself if you're disciplined enough. The favorite one that I recommend is called accountingcoach.com. 
It's free, although you can pay a little money if you want to be able to take some exams. I'm a big believer in tests. I think tests really prove knowledge. So I want to say the price right now, I think it's like 99 bucks and you get a series of nine exams. So you get a, an exam about the three financial statements. I think you get a payroll exam. I haven't sat through the, the exams, but I help a lot of people who are wanting to get started. And I always say, you know, start with accounting coach and I think you should pay for the exams, but I don't get anything for saying that. I just think it's a good, you'll feel like a million bucks if you study, 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 and then you can take an exam and, and get a good grade. You're going to feel good and you're going to feel, comp- it's going to be a confidence booster. So I think you always got to make sure you know accounting because even the easiest of clients, very, very simple businesses who have very simple accounting, I'm telling you, they're going to do something squirrely. They're going to buy something or they're going to hire somebody or they're going to have to pay for something in advance or their tax preparer is going to say, I want you to change something and like make it count for next year. And you're going to, that's when you have to know accounting. It's a, that's the moment when you're going to have to know accounting and you can't just sort of add up expenses and call it a day. So I think that training is good. And then there's a lot of, you know, if you're wanting to build a resume as well, most of the accounting applications have some sort of certification that you can get. They're almost always free some of them aren't even a test. They're just, you have to like watch like five hours of videos or some, or three hours of videos or whatever. And they kind of track if you've done it. A lot of the like expense management tools, the payroll tools. I know Gusto has a great pay, general payroll certification called the People Advisor Certification. And you'll learn a lot about payroll and benefits doing that. There's time tracking software that has that has certifications. And so if I were looking to hire someone, someone who accumulated a bunch of those, that would be appealing to me. I think it would for sure show that you're interested and you're willing to learn a lot of the tech side that the modern accounting firms are going to want to be implementing. Thank you for that. I know I went to accountingcoach.com and I saw there were like 20 plus modules. It looked like it started straight from introduction to accounting and then just walked you through everything. It's It's a lot of material though. It, yes, it's a lot it is. of material. And I think I want people to have that message a little bit, Kimber, that this is the kind of business that you want to go in if you want to have a professional career that requires, you know, constant learning and where your mm-hmm. colleagues are going to have a pretty good like educational foundation. I want people to think that bookkeeping is a highly skilled profession. I think sometimes, or maybe a long time ago, it was more of like admin assistant work. And that's not my experience with what bookkeeping is. And it's a kind of a message I like to let people know is that not that there's anything wrong with being an admin assistant, but that's not what this is. So that accounting coach, like opening those modules and seeing that there's really that many, that's, that's because accounting is that complex. And that's just still pretty basic. I mean, you know, that's not going into accounting for huge companies or auditing mm-hmm. or anything like that, which if you you know, went to school for five years, you would learn all that. This is, that's still, still pretty much probably like first and second semester of college material. But it's still totally doable for you to make 100%. that shift and make that career pivot. You can learn it online, accountingcoach.com. You can get certified through QuickBooks. You can absolutely launch your career and pursue this without having to go back to a four-year university. Exactly. If you want to do that, Fine, more power to you, but this is a quicker option, a quicker route Mm -hmm. for you to be self-taught. Okay, so just a couple more questions for you. 
Why are these certs a strategic advantage for people who want to work remotely? Let's talk about specifically why is this good for someone who needs to be working from home or who is PCSing with their spouse every three years? Why? Well, because of the cloud technology, you can serve clients anywhere. I will say that I think... So I joined a co-working space. That's how I've grown my business. My last four clients have come from there. But that is not the only way to do it. And, and most, I would say I'm not the norm. I just like people and like business and want to be another business owner. So that's why I did it. I'm the same way. I'm actually at a co-working space right now while we're recording. And I love I, it. I loved it. And I, I recommend it. I have a big sticker on my laptop that says, need a bookkeeper, let's talk. And People come and talk to me who need, guess Mm -hmm. who goes to co-working spaces? Entrepreneurs who really don't want to do their own bookkeeping. So (laughs) many of my clients are actually local, but there is not a doubt in my mind that when we move that they will still be my clients. But half of my clients are not local. I have Maryland, DC, Pennsylvania. I had a guy in California and my, even the people I've met locally I don't see them all the time because co-working spaces, you don't go all the time. It's not like I'm not working with them while I'm there. I've just met them at like the happy hours that I get to go to. So I'm still serving them on my own. For me, my schedule is very hectic. I'm an early bird. If I'm working in the mornings, I can send them my emails at six in the morning and they can answer them when they when they need to. So definitely, it can be asynchronous, which is really good for virtual work. We're not having to meet together. We do schedule meetings when we need to, but that's we got Zoom for that. I communicate with my clients on Slack. So that's a great, you know, virtual communication tool. And yeah, when we move, all these local Virginia Beach clients will, st- will still be my clients. So I'm not limited in location or in time. I use Loom a lot. It's a video recording and my clients love it. And it has even, even though they're able to access me, my contracts say like how much free like communication they have before I start to say, hey, you're calling me too much. I make these videos every month kind of highlighting their financials and they almost never call anymore because I give them the information that they need and it saves us both a ton of time. So that's a great, that's another example of a way to work virtually that just makes everybody happy. That's such a good idea. All right, Kate, here's my last question for you. Can you tell us more about bookkeeping side hustle? I want to make sure that everybody at Vertforce knows about bookkeeping side hustle so you can connect with Kate there and join her accounting community if you're interested. Sure. It started out very accidentally, completely unintentionally. I made a comment on like a personal finance group. Someone was asking, what are some jobs I can do like as a side hustle? And I said, I'm a virtual bookkeeper. And about 10 people said, well, how do you do that? And I was like, well, I started to answer. And then someone said, why don't we just make a Facebook group and you can tell us all at once. And now there's like 11,000 people in it. Um, That was like two years ago. It's just grown. And I just thought I was going to tell a few people how I started. It's a great place for beginners. I I'm very conscious of making sure that it is like a warm place. Some accounting groups on Facebook can be pretty cutthroat and this is not it. I do beat the drum that you have to be smart. You have to know accounting. Do not serve clients if you don't know what you're doing because it's their livelihood. And so I don't mind like letting people know like you're probably not ready, but if you're willing to work hard, you won't find a more supportive group. So most of the magic happens in the Facebook group. I do have a website, bookkeepingsidehustle.com, where I try to 
capture some of my ideas and articles that then I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll share those in the Facebook group. But it's a really great place. People are helpful. There's a lot of very smart accountants and very smart bookkeepers, way more experienced than me, way better accountants and way better at bookkeeping software than I am. But they're wanting to go out on their own. So that's kind of how they're new. Like even though they've been doing this for 25 years, the reason they're in the group and they're needing help is more like on the entrepreneurial side. So you get help from the entrepreneurial people, people of entrepreneurship experience. You get help from the people who have a lot of bookkeeping experience. You can ask that question as basic as like, how do I connect the bank feed? Which is like a very basic question and people will tell you. So it's a great, it's a great place. Everyone's welcome. You got to be nice and you got to want to work hard. But other than that, everyone's welcome. I'm in the group. I know Kate does often live streams where she's going on and talking about advice and getting people connected to the resources to become better bookkeepers and become better accountants. Overall, it's a great place to be if you're trying to learn about this industry and you are you see a future there for yourself. Kate, thank you so much for sharing your career journey with us and enlightening the Vertforce community on these many different certifications available to the community. We really appreciate it. I'm so happy to be here. If you'd like to connect with Kate, you can find her on LinkedIn, Kate Josephine McGill Johnson. You can email her, kate at heritagebusinessservices.com. You can find her Facebook group, Bookkeeping Side Hustle Group. And you can also connect with her at bookkeepingsidehustle.com. Of course, all of these links will be in the show notes. And uh, if you need help getting access to any of these links, you can email podcast at vertforce.us. This has been another installment of our series, certs that get you hashtag hired on the Vertforce podcast. If you've decided to pursue one of the certifications that Kate shared with us today in accounting or bookkeeping, write us and let us know. Podcast at vertforce.us is the magic email address. If you appreciate this content, share it with a fellow remote team member or friend. Be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss another episode in this series, certs that get you hashtag hired. All right, Vertforce, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.